Accountability is God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. Welcome back to the Stu Peter Show. I'm Paul Harrell filling in for Stu. As we speak, the FBI is begging Congress to once again renew or ideally expand the sweeping surveillance powers it has enjoyed ever since the 9-11 attacks 22 years ago. Of course, the FBI doesn't hunt foreign terrorists anymore. In fact, we try to let as many foreign radicals into our country as we can. That's their policy. Because today, there is only one enemy our regime sees worthy of targeted destruction. And that's patriotic American conservatives and traditionalists. One of the FBI's favorite targets are traditional Catholics for their opposition to abortion, transgenderism, gay propaganda, and everything else that is central to the death cult of modern American elites. During a recent hearing before the Senate, FBI Director Chris Wray got a grilling from Senator Josh Hawley about the Bureau's targeting of Catholic parishes. Watch this. How many other parishes around the country have priests or choir directors been approached? By the way, are, are Catholic choirs now, are, are, they, are they breeding grounds for domestic terrorism? Is this, is this your latest theory? How many other parishes have FBI agents approached priests and choir directors to ask about parishioners? Look, Senator, we do not and will not conduct investigations based on anybody's exercise of their constitutionally You have done so, and your memo explicitly sure. asks for it. Your memo labels traditional Catholics as racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists in need of investigation. You have a list of churches, a list in the memo. You've repeatedly said we don't target churches, we don't list churches. They're listed in the memo. So how many other parishes have you gone to to talk to choir directors, for heaven's sake? As I've said, so the answer to that question. <laughs> no. All right. So in addition to that, this week, the House Weaponization Committee released its own report on the scope of the uh, FBI surveillance of Catholics in the name of fighting domestic extremism. Domestic extremism, they say. The report reveals that on the basis of a single investigation of a lone individual who self-described as a, quote, radical traditionalist Catholic, end quote, the FBI sent a bureau-wide memorandum warning about the major danger of traditionalist Catholics to American security. The report also revealed that the FBI pressed ahead with this classification, even though they knew their sources for treating Catholics as dangerous radicals, were themselves radical left-wing news outlets like the Southern Poverty Law Center and The Atlantic. Of course, it's easy to hold a hearing and to look tough for a Twitter video. I mean, you just saw it, right? But give us a call when the House GOP actually starts cutting off big chunks of funding for the FBI. Give us a call when they actually start stripping away the sweeping powers they've given our intelligence apparatus, no questions asked. Michael Hitchborn is founder and president of the Lepanto Institute. He's also spent seven and a half years as director of the Defend the Faith Project at the American Life League. And Michael Hitchborn joins us now. Michael, welcome back to the Stu Peter Show, sir. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, so what, what was your thoughts when you heard Christopher Ray and his explanation? Essentially, it's gaslighting at its finest. Well, it is gaslighting, but... You know, the, the big question that comes to my mind is why traditional Catholics? I mean, this is such a small percentage. I mean, a very small percentage of not just the populace of the United States, but of the Catholic Church itself. Um, why would they target traditionalist Catholics? There has never been a history of violence among traditional Catholics. Uh, they, you know, they are vocal in opposing things like transgenderism and abortion and contraception, but so are a lot of regular Catholics too. Why would they go after traditional Catholics? Well, what struck me as I was asking this question of myself is, you know, the other thing that came to mind is, well, why Richmond? Why would they go after Richmond of all places either? And I remembered that right after this all came out last, uh, back in January, 
Tim Kaine, Senator Tim Kaine, was one of the first ones to come out. He had an immediate reaction to the leaked memo, and he started to run interference. He was defending the surveillance efforts. He was trying to downplay uh, what was said and what the memo meant, saying, oh, it was probably just a miscommunication. But then what I remembered is that he is actually on the, uh, the, uh, the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Intelligence and Special Operations which covers national intelligence and counterterrorism. So that makes me wonder, did he have a hand in the genesis of this memo? Was he involved somehow in its creation? But then I thought, well, if, if he was, well, why? I mean, he's a Catholic. Why would he do this? Well, he's a dissident Catholic. He, he has a parish down in Richmond, Virginia. So very interesting. But in 2016, traditional Catholics protested outside of his Catholic parish on Sunday and um, he was very upset about it. He was extremely upset about it. And uh, he, he made it well known uh, that, that he was upset that traditional Catholics were actually targeting him at his Catholic parish uh, while he was campaigning. So it makes me wonder if maybe this is a dish of revenge. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And again, that was Senator Tim Kaine, you said? Yes, that was Senator wow. Tim Kaine. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that does make sense. And I, I was just thinking, you know, there is a um, it's certainly disagreement among traditionalist conservative Catholics, at least, I mean, I'm not a Catholic, I'm a Protestant, but there does seem to be a disagreement between some of the things or a lot of the things that the Pope says, right? Um, and we've talked about the, the you know, these, uh, the, the synod, synod on synodality, I think I've yeah. heard about that and trying to kind of change uh, some of the, really the bedrock principles of, uh, you know, the Catholic hierarchy for thousands right. of years. And uh, and so it, this really may be a, a situation where somebody like a Senator Tim Kaine is, uh, is siding with the progressives in the church and are saying, no, we don't want this. We don't want to go back to that. Because, I mean, you and I both know uh, right now the term Christian nationalism is getting thrown around. And essentially, if you believe in Jesus and you vote, the left in this country is going to call you a Christo-fascist or at the very least a Christian nationalist. Uh, and so they're they're wanting to paint us, all of us, as essentially potential extremists. You bet. Well, and they also had, I mean, they had embedded officers uh, at the January 6th event. Um, they had people posing as Antifa, the FBI did. Uh, we know this because they, we have video now showing that they were actually going around and pretending to be um, Antifa and, and even MAGA supporters saying that they were rallying people to go into the Capitol building. So... I wonder if this is the first step in establishing a false flag where they want to go in and establish, okay, a, a traditional faithful Catholic who does X, Y, and Z, uh, he believes X, Y, and Z. Well, now he's, he's committed this act of terrorism. And they would use that as a fulcrum to say, well, there are other cells. We have to go after others. And then they would call this, as you mentioned, Christo-fascism or, or Christian fascism that, that now has to uh, be this big thing. And obviously, they must have cell networks all over the country. So they're going to start targeting not just traditional Catholics, but anybody who reflects or imitates the ideologies that they are they're targeting, you know, against abortion, against transgenderism, against homosexuality. They call them homophobic. So they're using it to go after those who endorse those ideologies and they want to find some group that they can say, well, this fits our profile for what we want to target. Now we can go after all of them. Right. And, and so, it, you know, fundamentally, this is just driven by politics, right? I mean, that's Absolutely. all of this is. This is, you know, um, you know, people, people claim that the great replacement theory or the anti-white or anti-Christian bias isn't really happening. But in this case, we have the government that is essentially, I mean, they're doing mental gymnastics to try to figure out a way to fit this narrative that the left wants to put on us, that we're the violent ones, right? And that's what that's, they did this with January 6th in an insurrection where no one brought any guns to this insurrection. What, what, a, what a really, really terrible, you know, effort at an insurrection when nothing really actually, you know, happened um, other than the mur murder of Trump supporters, by the way. Uh, so, you know, this this is uh, certainly th the politics is driving the FBI. And this is not the first time this has happened in our history where, you know, the, the politics is, is driving who they want to investigate. But this is why a lot of people think that the FBI needs to be abolished. But at the very least, Michael, we don't need to be building them, building them a new $50 million headquarters to, where they can spy on us even more efficiently. 
Well, we have to look back to what the original charter of the FBI was. They were supposed to be, you know, countering insurgents that were coming into this country, trying to change the tenor of this country. They were the ones that they were at the tip of the spear going after international communism as it was gaining a, a, a foothold in this country. But now they're turning into a police state brown shirt entity to go after people like you and me so that they can implement the policies, the political structure that they want to have in place. Yeah, I mean, it's Joe Biden or whoever's pulling the puppet strings, Barack Obama's own personal police force at this point. Right. And they are, um, you know, essentially implementing all of the, the, the all of the social uh, uh, engineering that they, you know, that they want to happen. They're going to use the FBI to do that. What, what do you think of this term? Christian nationalism. The other day, the speaker, the new speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, which of course, you know, uh, I have my issues with Mike Johnson on not releasing all of the J6 tapes and everything else. But I mean, he, he does, he did quote scripture, you know, while he was giving his speech, he does claim to be a Christian and yet he's been labeled a Christian nationalist. And there's been all of these alarm bells going off uh, in the leftist media labeling him a Christian nationalist and essentially saying, look, these people that actually believe that they that it's okay to live out their faith in public life, whether you are a dog catcher, well, feel free to be a Christian dog catcher. If you're a state representative, feel free to be a Christian state representative. If you're the Speaker of the House, be a Christian Speaker of the House. And this this thought terrifies the mainstream media, the leftists, people at the FBI. Is it really just because they're afraid that we believe in a higher power that is bigger, better, perfect, and the government's not? Well, look at the phrase they're using, Christian nationalism. Which part of that phrase are they afraid of? It's not the nationalism part because they're nationalists. If you look at what they want to do, what they want to impose on this country, the way they want to do it, they, they're absolutely nationalists to the point of being totalitarian fascists. They, they want to create a totalitarian state that dictates from the top down. Um, so the nationalism part isn't what bothers them. It's the Christian part. They don't want to have any opposition to their woke ideologies so that they can uh, implement their transgender, pro-abortion, pro-contraception. They, they want to have all the population control and all the euthanasia and all the death that they can possibly deal out. And they want to make money doing it. And they don't want to have that opposition that comes from Christianity. Hmm. You're exactly right. Um, they, they are against, when you just laid all that out there, they're against every one of the Ten Commandments, if you, if you really think about it. And transgenderism actually is um, based in covetousness. Uh, you know, well, we, it's worse we, than that. Tran transgenderism is the um, it is the ideology of Lucifer, who wanted to change his own nature. At the very in Scripture, he says, "I will become like God." Well, to to become is to say, "I am not," but I will be something that I am not, and that's to change his own nature. And then what did he do? He went down to Eve and he said, well, if you eat the apple, you're not going to die, but you will become like gods. So he was telling her, you can change your own nature. The whole movement is rooted in the Luciferian idea that you can change the nature of a thing. I, I completely agree with that. I, I completely agree with that. And, you know, you see that with, uh, we've been talking about this, but you have, um, Guy Benson. So Stu was talking about this earlier in the week on the show. You have Guy Benson, who's gay, you know, supposedly a conservative, you know, news personality, and he rents a woman's womb through surrogacy. And then, you know, people in this, you know, con Inc. media celebrate this as somehow good. They parade this family out like it's somehow normal, when in reality, it's a selfish thing to do to take a, a baby away from a mother because there's nothing that a baby needs more when they're first born, then their mother. They don't need to be taken away from their biological mother. And then, of course, you have the covetousness of of wanting to have a child, of wanting you know this this uh, this lifestyle where nature has said, well, no, you're two men, you can't do this. You're not going to have a kid. So, and that's the same thing with the transgenderism. It's it's just total masquerading. It's people that think they can define their own reality regardless of what the circumstances that God has orchestrated for their lives. And so you're well, and exactly right. We, Go ahead. I thought we I thought we uh, abolished the sale of human flesh with the Emancipation Proclamation. That's a really good point. 
I thought, yeah, I thought we did too. I guess, I guess we were wrong about that. Yeah, I guess so. I guess human trafficking is okay as long as you know you have the appropriate, uh, you know, neo-Marxist uh, victimhood status. So, you know, if you're right. if you're victimhood, yeah. and it's just it's just incredible where we are right now. But yeah, I mean, to, the, back to this uh, Ten Commandments thing. Okay, the Democrats—they're against every one of the Ten Commandments, Michael. They really are. You could go, you can go, just pick any one of them. I, I pick covetousness. Obviously, you can do murder. Mm -hmm. With abortion, right? Right. Uh, theft. I mean, let's not even get started about the tax code. But I mean, forget that. The open border that could be theft. I mean, because they're literally sure. people are going to come in and steal from us. I mean, it, you go through every single one of them, and there's nothing sacred. And you know, it's uh, it's a it's a miracle the Ten Commandments are still on the Supreme Court building, don't you think? I, I wrote an article for uh, Crisis Magazine two years ago. The title of which was should the Dem should the bishops condemn the democrat party as an enemy of the church and the answer is yes and what i did is i went through all of the planks of the democrat party and i showed how they oppose every single one of the teachings of the catholic church um but you know that extends to all christianity and as you point out every single one of the ten commandments for crying out loud the democrats voted god out of their out of their party platform uh, which goes against the very first commandment, <laughs> you know, don't put any false gods before me. What false god did they put before them? The state, the party. They put that false god before God himself. Yeah. Science. Science is also, you know, a, a false god for them. Uh, and then, you know, of course, the the environment, the Gaia worship and everything mm -hmm. else, the sky is falling. Unbelievable. Okay, last question. So do you think there's any solution here in terms of the FBI, the, the FBI targeting uh conservative traditional catholics they're probably infiltrating more and more i kind of i i i actually uh when this story first broke i thought you know it would be really amazing if some of these fbi agents that are infiltrating these christian groups and circles actually became christians by just being around other christians mm -hmm. you know that would be you know the kingdom at work um so uh, let's pray to that end but how do we get the fbi to stop weaponizing the government against Americans. Well, there's very clearly a power struggle going on right now over the nature of the FBI and its surveillance of, of faithful Christians throughout the country. Um, I think that on one hand, we, I, I seriously do believe that Tim Kaine and his relationship with the FBI needs to be investigated. That's got to be, uh, that's a trail that I think uh, might bear some fruit. The other thing that I do highly recommend is that we've got to do penance. The fact of the matter is that we're under the surveillance state because we are a sinful people. We're a sinful nation. And if we want to have God's favor, we've got to do penance for the sins of our nation. We are one of the number one exporters of pornography and transgenderism and homosexuality in the world. We have one of the highest abortion rates in the world. Um, and you can't have that kind of thing going on in this country and expect to have God's favor. We have to do penance. And I think yeah. that that's why we're under the chastisement we are. Well, I certainly agree. We need to repent and uh, and look to Christ. That's that's what all of us need to do, uh, for sure. Michael uh, Hitchborn, we really appreciate it with the Lepanto Institute. Thank you so much for coming on the Stu Peter Show, sir. Thanks for having me on. God bless you and your audience. Yes, sir. All right, folks, this is the Stu Peter Show. Don't go anywhere. We're seeing unprecedented criminal tax hikes, hyperinflation, a full-blown recession, and it's all part of the grand plan. The billions of dollars that Biden keeps sending to that corrupt, fake Ukraine. The trillions in new taxes that he wants to shove down your throat. The electronic banking system crash, resetting everybody to zero. Checking accounts, savings accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all of it. Zero. But you don't have to be a victim. Protect your money and get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it when you call my friends at GoldCo. GoldCo has helped to protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people like you and me. And now they're offering you up to $10,000 in bonus silver when opening a qualified IRA account just for being a supporter of The Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect your 50 grand or a half a million or even more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from our out-of-control, corrupt corporate crime syndicate. Don't be a victim. Call GoldCo, 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. Or go to goldco.com slash stew. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS 60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. That's because Big Pharma is evil and they want to kill you. 
And also they know how effective this is and they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects and it's why I'm hooked. My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS60. It's also backed by a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C, dot com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code stewpeters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news, especially if you're a man over 45. Do you feel the sudden and urgent need to urinate several times during the day or night? Does it take you even 30 seconds before any piss comes out? According to a shocking discovery from scientists at Harvard and Stanford, there's a high chance that you're dealing with something they call a moldy prostate. Yeah, a moldy prostate. This means that your prostate is being coated in a special type of mold, completely different mold than what you see on your food, but extremely threatening nonetheless. Left untreated, it damages your prostate until it becomes nearly impossible to enjoy a steady stream when you go to the bathroom. Moreover, your ability to get an erection is severely affected. Flowforce Max is a completely natural, 100% effective way to destroy that fungus that's colonizing your urinary tract right now. It allows you to enjoy a powerful and steady flow every time you go to the bathroom, and it helps you get a more powerful, stronger, longer-lasting erection. This prostate-shrinking candy has already been tried by more than 35,000 men aged 45 to 75 with amazing results. It's time to put an end to all of your prostate problems. Go to flowforcemax.com stew. Again, that's flowforcemax.com stew. Armslist.com is America's firearms marketplace. Unwavering in their belief of the right of the people to keep and bear arms, Armslist.com has been fighting for our Second Amendment rights, battling the Brady campaign and their cronies since their initial assault in 2013, and Armslist has emerged victorious. Armslist.com is not only at the forefront of the fight for your rights, no, it's also your go-to platform to buy, sell, and trade firearms, or ammo, or optics, and more, and do it all locally, or you can tap into their nationwide network of firearms dealers. So for a limited time, ArmsList is extending an exclusive discount to members of the Stu Crew. That's you. Head to armslist.com slash Peters. Use the coupon code Stu to get your first month of premium membership at, get this, 99 cents. 99 cents. Go to armslist.com slash Peters. Join the fight. Come get what they want to take right now at armslist.com slash Peters. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep, and focus? Invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. The Purge is our solution. Purge Suddenly offers a unique blend of 17 detoxifying ingredients, including black walnut hull and wormwood, scientifically proven to not only kill parasites, but to destroy and flush them out. If you've never gone through a parasite cleanse or didn't do it the right way, our proven formula prepares you for a complete and total victory. Increased alertness, weight loss, and clear skin are just a few of the potential benefits customers have reported back. Kill the parasites, destroy their eggs, and build a big beautiful wall inside your body to keep them out. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now. And welcome to the Stu Peter Show. I'm Paul Harrell filling in for Stu. Since the October 7th attack by Hamas, the Israeli military has engaged in the thorough destruction of practically all Palestinian settlements in Gaza. Sam Parker ran against Mitt Romney in the 2018 Senate race. On X, he's been developing a theory that could explain everything that's happened in Israel over the past two months. In short, what if it was all a setup from the very beginning? What if Israel intentionally let the Hamas attack, uh, the Hamas attack happen because they wanted an excuse to finish expelling the Palestinians from Gaza, and even the West Bank. Now, it sounds wild, yet evidence for this theory is already emerging. It's now reported that even in the Israeli press, that the Israeli intelligence had the details of Hamas's attack plan a whole year ago, but it was dismissed as implausible. On October 12th, just days after Hamas's attack, former Israeli Deputy Foreign Minister Danny Ayalon let it slip that expelling all the Gazans into Egypt under the guise of a humanitarian corridor had already been thought out by the Israeli government. 
On October 13th, documents circled within the Israeli government detailing a strategic plan to depopulate the entire Gaza Strip. On November 12th, Israeli cabinet minister Avi Dichter bluntly said that the agenda for Gaza is a second Nakba. In other words, a rerun of 1948 when Palestinians were forcibly expelled from Israel at gunpoint so their homes and towns could be seized and resettled by Israel. So what if all this wasn't just a reaction to October 7th? What if all of this was a setup or a false flag? Sam Parker thinks so, and he argues that Israel was on the brink of civil war prior to October 7. They needed an external threat, and this sounds familiar. They needed an external threat. Hamas, he says, just wanted to capture a few hostages to exchange for prisoners. He believes that Israel altered circumstances so that a hostage raid turned into a mass casualty event, justifying a massive response. And he believes all of this was done with the approval of the United States government. In public, Israel talks only about defeating Gaza. Some people in America are dumb enough to believe it's just that simple. But that is not Israel's plan. Apparently, Israel's plan is to ethnically cleanse all of Gaza and then open it up for Israeli settlement. Who knows, maybe even some nice, shiny, new 15-minute cities. Whatever they say publicly, that is the real agenda. And what happens to the Palestinians in that case? Well, you already know what will happen. Our Congress isn't simply just pro-Israel. They worship Israel. They serve Israel ahead of American interests. They have for years. And if Israel says, we order you to take two million Gazans for us and let them invade our country, the American government will do it because that's just the kind of government we have. Sam Parker, he joins us now. Sam, welcome to the Sue Peter Show, sir. Thanks for having me on, Paul. Good to be here. Yes, sir. All right, so um, <clears throat> how did you decide to develop this theory? Uh, you know, and I've heard it as well. A lot of people had questions after October 7th how the most secure country, one of the most secure countries in the world, was able to have, you know, paragliders, you know, coming in and, and you know, committing all of this, uh, this bloodshed. So there's a lot of people that said, eh, you know, how, how did they not know about this? Uh, when did you first formulating uh, start to formulate this theory? Yeah, that's a good question, Paul. I, I think I started formulating it the day of the attack because for the simple reason that Israel basically signaled it to us. Uh, they started right away calling it Israel's 9-11. And if you're like me and many other Americans who suspect uh, insider involvement and Israeli involvement in 9-11, that immediately set off warning flags when they, uh, in unison, started calling it their 9-11. People who are known to be Israeli intelligence operatives were tweeting about it on October 7th that it was Israel's 9-11. It seemed to be a coordinated... Uh, campaign, a, a marketing campaign, if you will. Uh, so that was the first thing that made me suspicious. Of course, everybody, I think a lot of people were suspicious too, because this is one of the most heavily patrolled and heavily surveilled uh, areas on planet Earth. And people right away were like, well, how, how did Hamas penetrate this border? How did they evade security? And how is it that Israeli forces took six, maybe seven hours to respond? Even people like Charlie Kirk, who are big uh, pro-Israel fans, uh, we're raising this concern early on within the first day or two of the hostilities, asking how is it that Israel could have, uh, how is it that the IDF took so long to respond? Charlie talked about how you can fly from one side of Israel to the other in 45 minutes in a helicopter. How did it take the IDF with bases all along that border six hours to respond to Hamas's attack? So even he was asking questions about this. So early on, I had suspicions. And then as time goes on, when you when you read the stories online and you see the narratives developing and you, and you see each each of these mileposts that you were talking that you talked about in your in your monologue there, the pieces just kind of keep starting to point in one direction. You're like, well, maybe maybe they didn't let it happen. Maybe they just got caught with their pants down or whatever. But every piece that keeps landing every few days keeps moving us away from that possibility and moving us more towards the possibility that they knew and that they let this happen. And so that's been the pattern. The breadcrumbs have been leading us towards that direction, right? And in fact, breaking news, uh, Haaretz is just reporting this morning uh, that there were multiple meetings now the night before the attack amongst the Shin Bet, the head of the Shin Bet, the head of the Northern Gaza Brigade, who is in charge of the festival security and several other security personnel throughout the night. 
they were having back and forth phone calls and meetings talking about a possible pending attack the next day. Now, here's a further detail, Paul. Uh, the, the festival was not notified of this potential threat. So that's number one. Number two, the festival was moved to that location just two days before the attack. And the head of the Northern Gaza Command, who was in charge of the security for that event, is the one that signed the papers approving the moving of, that, of the festival to that location just two days before. And he was a participant in those meetings the night before, and he did not notify them. Furthermore, the IDF forces that were in charge of that area around Gaza were not notified of the festival. So neither side, so the festival didn't know there was a threat, and the forces that uh, were in the area that would have been their security weren't notified uh, that there was a festival going on. Furthermore, the festival was extended an extra day, you know, into October 7th. So, so there's all these things now going on. So now, you know, last week we found out that, they've, that Israel has known about this Hamas's plan for the last year, right? They've known about it for the last year and been arguing about it for the last year. Then uh, just two days ago, we found out that there was this massive short selling uh, uh, Flurry the, the day before, short selling significant Israeli companies and stocks, uh, similar to the short selling that happened in the run up to 9-11, I might add. And so that raised questions. Who, who is it that had this insider? Now, of course, all the press is saying, well, it must have been Hamas, you know, because Hamas is the ones that, you know, who knew about this in advance? Hamas. Well, we know that Hamas is not the only ones who knew about this in advance, right? So, so that just happened now. So that was two days ago. Now, just uh, yesterday and today, this Haaretz uh, article comes out saying that they actually had meetings, multiple meetings the night before with high level people. The head of the Shin Bet even uh, was a participant in these meetings the night before. So uh, the pieces just keep falling, Paul. They just keep falling and they keep adding up towards Israel knew this was going to happen and did nothing about it. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it just, that's so that's sort of the thumbnail <clears throat> sketch of where, where I'm coming from here. No, I mean, it, it makes total sense. And Charlie Kirk was the exact person, personality I was thinking of when I said, you know, you, you're not the first. Because he, you know, mainstream conservative guy bring, yeah. bringing this up that, hey, this doesn't make any sense. Why this had to have been, there had to be more to this. So I, and I think most people, I mean, if you're just if you're just honest with yourself for a second, I mean, everything the media says is a lie. Everything that you're told is is a lie. And every single thing everything is at this point and so whatever they're telling you 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 know the first thing you know is that you you don't have to believe it and we've it's been a tough trek for the american people to believe this and and to to, to learn to become educated on this and not everybody of course understands just how deceptive they are and i think it was a late democrat pollster pat cadell in the 2012 presidential election said that the mainstream media was the enemy of the american people and uh, that is certainly, uh, I think, I think that was an understatement back then, but very prophetic of him, honestly, because it's only gotten worse uh, since uh, since 2012. Um, it's become an internet meme. That saying's become an internet meme. The press is the enemy of the American people. That's, yeah, that's or the media is the enemy. That's it's it's a it's a meme now. It's like <clears throat> it's like go internet gospel practically. Yeah, I mean, and you know, we had the COVID hysteria over the last you know 2020, 2021, and uh, there have been people that have you know that i guess that demonstration the demonstration that the uh, government was lying to us and we trusted them or some people trusted them now that's uh waked a lot of people up no question but then we were immediately you know i, I foisted into the ukraine russia narrative that was the next thing that you had to agree with that was the next thing you had to and i was talking to a, a family friend back during the height of the russia ukraine war and I said, hey, wait a second. Now, you don't believe any of this COVID nonsense, right? We don't believe Fauci. We don't believe about the vaccine anymore. We don't, we don't believe any of this nonsense. Um, but yet, for international news, you're going to take everything you see on the television and you're going to believe it lock, stock, and barrel. And you know, he was like, you know what? That's true. That, I mean, that's true. They lied to us about everything here domestically. So why are we believing, you know, that, that Vladimir Putin is this, you know, second coming of Hitler? Why, why, why are we believing that? And, and it took another year, and finally, just as the, the public starts to become awake and understand that this Ukraine stuff is nonsense, they do the one, and the, the neocons take a big loss, and they do the one thing that would have poll tested well if you'd have poll tested it, right? Like, Israel's threatened in the Middle East. Well, we know America, they may not care anything about, uh, about Ukraine. 
Uh, but we can make them care about Israel because many of them already do. You've got evangelical Christians that think the modern state of Israel is the you know yes. the fulfillment of biblical prophecy, and they know this. And co so coincidentally, here is, and I've said this before, here's a shiny new war that we can all rally behind. Now, the, the problem with that, and I'd love your response on that, is it's not working. I mean, Israel is having, you know, back at the height after October 7th, there were those headlines that Israel was actually buying Twitter ads and buying ads promoting the war. Uh, you know, th there's very much this feeling that they want to bring American troops, uh, you know, and in, in get involved. And in many cases, I know that they, they probably already are involved. Um, but it doesn't seem to be working the way they thought it was. Um, and you, you you got the Republicans and Democrats, the Uniparty now, very worried that you have hashtags. Uh, you know, you've got more hashtags on American social media sites that say stand with Palestine than they do stand with Israel. And this is very concerning to people. And yeah, I it know. Is, Paul, and, and you know what, ahead. if I might interject, uh, Twitter, you know, when it comes to these hashtags, Twitter regularly shuts them down. There have been many times over the last 55, 60 days where we've gotten certain hashtags trending to raise awareness about what's happening in Gaza and what's happening over there in the Israel in the uh, Israeli genocide, if you will. And within 12, 24, 36 hours, it, uh, Twitter shuts them down. Uh, they stop trending. They disappear. Uh, they fall off. It's happened multiple times, happened several times. It happened when we did uh, got a ban the ADL training at the end of August, early September. You might recall the ban the ADL campaign. And, yes. you know, after after a day of that, they started uh, de-boosting the ban the ADL hashtag. So and as you pointed out here on the other uh, on on the show here the other day, TikTok has removed what almost a million videos. They've banned various search terms. So, uh, you know, and I, I don't know what's happening on Facebook or Instagram in terms of censorship. I mean, I know I've had videos and things censored on both of those since since these hostilities broke out, as well as on Twitter. But, you know, so there's definitely coordination and the, the media campaign is very important to what's going on. And I think Israel counted on the ability to dominate the information space when it when it came to this. Right. They they, they had this plan to ethnically cleanse Gaza. They were going to need to win the information war because what they're doing is horrendous. And so they need public opinion on their side. However, the problem is public opinion has not been on their side. And despite their best efforts at censorship, the, the counter narrative, the pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel narrative, however you want to frame that, is dominating on these platforms uh, despite their best efforts at censorship. Yeah, I mean, there's a schism within the Democrat Party. It's, it actually is very complicated politically because I'm not some fan of all of these necessarily, you yeah. know, the pal uh, the pro-Hamas, if, if that's what they're called, or the pro-Palestinian immigrants that the are... BL the BLM wing right. of, the, of, the, of the opposition, let's call it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> but that's interesting yeah. that, they're, that they are now, you know, whether it's possible or not, but they seem to be thinking independently of the Democrat machine, and that is a mess for them to deal with that I'm happy for the Democrats and the progressives to have to deal with, right? Okay, yeah. you know, go do that. But then you've got people like me who I'm praying for peace, number one, because I don't want any Absolutely. innocent lives lost, right? But I... I I just don't want America to be involved in this at all. Like I, I just am. An, I've become. I guess. I guess I represent the the leftist of the the code pink days. Like I, I just don't want more war, right? Yeah. Uh, even though I'm not a leftist, but like I, I we don't want to get in any more and foreign. It's sad that you have to make that that disclaimer. I'm I'm not a leftist. You know, <laughs> I, I I want I want to spend American resources on Americans. Uh, but I'm that's not right. a left. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It is sad. Into these weird, to these weird <laughs> positions, like you said, it's it's politically complex. And I like what you said a few minutes ago about how the media, you can't believe it. And, you you know, they show us these things on TV and, and you know, convince large swaths of Americans. But we're at this point where you yeah, you can't believe what how the media is framing things. And so you should you should use how the media is framing things as sort of a springboard towards, you know, like, okay, this is what they're telling me. This is how they're telling me what's actually going on. Why are they telling it to me this way, right? And, and things aren't as they seem. And it turns out that that really comes into, into, uh, into play here with Israel's you know, attempted ethnic cleansing of Gaza, their plan, if you will. Because if, if you're like me and you believe that, you know, well, or know that you know, they did have foreknowledge, we know that they had foreknowledge of this attack, right, for a year. We know now that the night before there were all these meetings. So that means that in September, during the ban the ADL campaign, they knew that this attack was pending for October 7th, possibly, right? Uh, so they knew that. 
Benjamin Netanyahu knew that. The security services are under him. So he knew that, right? So when we did that ban the ADL campaign, it punched a hole in their information armor. Up to that point, they sort of had been ruling the roost, you know, getting whatever censorship they wanted on Twitter. And I mean, all the other platforms as well. And that's been a well-covered story. At the time, you know, nobody really thought it was strange that Benjamin Netanyahu himself came over to meet with Elon Musk personally about the free speech that was happening on Twitter. And then that was followed up by that 10 rabbi struggle session with Elon Musk talking about, you know, the the censorship on Twitter led by Ben Shapiro, the number one uh, conservative pro Zionist voice in the world, maybe. And at the time, it was just like, why are they so concerned about what we say on Twitter? Well, maybe it's because they knew October 7th was coming and we had punched a hole in their information armor. And they were coming over desperately trying to shore it up as quickly as they could because October 7th is on the clock, tick tock. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Th- and that- that's what was really going on when Benjamin Netanyahu came over here to meet with Elon Musk. Yeah, that is a fascinating theory. I mean, Jonathan Greenblatt, it is, you know, fa- what's fascinating uh, in that is that, you know, the southern border wide open and the ADL certainly quick to label anybody who wants a secure border. Uh, believes that Americans who have been here need, get to decide. There's nothing wrong with us getting to decide who gets to come here, that that's a racist concept. And yet he is 100% for the most secure border, uh, you know, one of the most secure borders in the world in the nation of Israel. Uh, and, right. you know, and so it's just a giant hypocrisy. And that was exposed, a lot of, a lot of that was exposed during that ban the ADL campaign. Um, and, you know, Musk has done, I still... You know, I still don't don't really trust anybody, but yeah, I mean, Musk certainly has represented some sort of uh, uh, some sort of change, giant change and transition. And you know, freedom of speech is more acceptable now than it was before Musk took over Twitter and or, or now X. And that is certainly a positive thing. That's fascinating. Though. I hadn't thought about it. That's what those visits were for. The visits the visit was for you know trying to potentially pave the groundwork for their essential propaganda machine. They have to have a functioning propaganda machine in order to run false flag operations. You have to have. That's right. Specifically, you got to be able to censor people like you, Sam. And you know, that That's hasn't right. happened, um, and it hasn't happened with others either. And people are also just asking honest questions right now, and that is what the regime is most afraid of, is people that just ask honest questions. So, man, that's fascinating. So where do you, where do you think all of this goes from here? Um, well, it's, uh, Israel's made clear what they want, right? You have the former uh, Interior Minister Eilat Shaked and and the current Minister of Intelligence Gila Gamliel, both out there talking about, listen, we're, we the best solution now is to move all of Gazans out into the desert and eventually into the United States and into Europe and into the nations of the world. Uh, they're talking about uh, having quotas for other countries. They're talking about other countries paying for this. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Isla Shaked said, we need all 2 million to leave. We need to take advantage of what's going on right now and tell the other countries that each of them should take a quota. Right. And then, you know, so, so it's clear what they're doing, right. They've, they've, uh, basically moved everybody out of Northern Gaza, packed everybody into Southern Gaza, closed all the gates coming into Israel. And you just have the Rafa crossing going into Egypt, which is closed. Uh, uh, but so they're moving everybody into Southern Gaza. Now they're bombing Southern Gaza. Right. So they said, everybody go to southern Gaza for your safety. And now they're bombing it. They're bombing locations that they told them would be safe. So it's clear what they're doing. They want to get everybody out of Gaza. They're leveling the place and they're moving everybody out under the pretense of a humanitarian crisis. That's what they're trying to do. They are precipitating on purpose a humanitarian crisis. And I believe they're trying to extort the world. It's making it, you know, they're trying to make it so bad that the world will finally say, yeah, we didn't want to do this. But if we don't, two million people are going to die and then the world will take them in. And we're going to we're going to see this same uh, what's been repeated over and over a displacement of Middle Eastern Muslims and Arabs into into Europe and the United States and the Western countries. What about the and, the, the rest you know, of the Muslim world? Wouldn't that enrage the Muslim world? I mean, just a few weeks ago, I feel like tensions were a lot higher and a lot of people were expecting 
a lot of these Muslim nations to essentially attack Israel and rally together. Is that, mm -hmm. are they not enraged? That, that was a possibility early on, right? People were afraid that this could escalate into a major regional conflict with Iran and perhaps, and perhaps in China and Russia. Well, the neocons certainly, the neocons yeah. certainly want the conflict with Iran. I mean, they were quick, Absolutely. right? We've got to, it's oh, like, yeah. can you believe what Hamas did in Israel? Let's go attack Iran. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and so so that's clear what Israel wants to do. That's what their game plan is. I don't know if it can be stopped, trying hard to stop it. But yes, listen, these it's and it's not just a Muslim conflict, right? That's why I say Arab, because there are many Christians inside of Gaza who are being bombed and killed by Israel, right? So it's 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 not just it's it's not just Muslims, right? It's it's not necessarily a religious issue from that perspective. It is from Israel's perspective in many ways because they have these beliefs of, of getting all of the land and you know controlling all Wait a of the second. land. Wait a second. Are you to tell me, and I hope you can pick up my sarcasm here, but are you telling me that these Muslims in Gaza allow for Christians to exist and, and have their own churches and their own communities? Is that what you're telling me? It's shocking. It's a shocking revelation, breaking news from 1945. Yeah, I mean, I bring that up because there's a lot of people that don't understand that. I mean, there's a there's yeah. a lot of uh, Christian evangelicals who, uh, again, uh, just side with uh, with Israel, and they don't realize that there are Christian churches in the Gaza Strip that are being completely destroyed. And then we're also supposed to believe, Sam, that every every casualty in Gaza is because they were they were using human shields. You know, they're 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 just using human shields. Yeah, I think that I, I haven't heard the human shield as much in the last few days. I mean, they've really gotten a lot of mileage out of that, but they keep talking about surgical strikes and Israel has the right to defend itself and Hamas human shields. You know, we, we debunk these things regularly, daily, almost on Twitter uh, because we're able to on Twitter. But, you know, it's but they never stop lying. They never stop repeating their talking points. And they've had these talking points, by the way, since day one rolled out. These were the pretext, you know, the mass rapes, the murdered babies, all atrocity propaganda. They needed these from day one because that they needed to be able to justify their massive bombing campaign and groundwork to con conduct this ethnic cleansing. And so, so they, you know, they say publicly Israel, Israel has a right to defend itself, but nobody ever defended itself. You know, nobody ever defended themselves by committing genocide and ethnic cleansing, right? That's something more. That's that's something extra. Well, if any right? other country and, was doing what yeah. they were doing, they, they would be just, you know, internationally condemned. But it's you're not allowed to do that because Israel apparently just has this license to ignore international norms. Yeah, and, and, and I want to point out to people, this is how Zionism corrupts. Zionism corrupts everything it touches. It corrupts Judaism, right? It corrupts Christianity, American Christianity. These uh, these American Christians who have bought into this 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 uh, this Zionism ideology, they sponsor they help sponsor these settlements where Israelis or really immigrants from the United States and Russia and in Europe and you know Jews from these other parts of the world go to Israel and literally steal land and houses from Palestinians. And American Christian churches sponsor this pay for it one of one of one of these american christian organizations i i was i was reading actually helped fund a bulletproof bus for these israeli settlers to go in and out of their settlements now why do you need a bulletproof bus to go in and in and out of your settlements in the west bank well it's because you stole the land and the homes from the people live there and they're kind of mad about it you know as as they should be but american christians are paying for that yeah they're paying for that well zionism corrupts everything it touches when you said it when you said zionism corrupts judaism as well i do want to point out you your use of the term a second ago atrocity propaganda that's not to say that you're denying that there weren't actually israeli citizens who yeah. were murdered on october the 7th so you're not saying that yeah. right not saying we're not saying that listen we're every we're, we're yes hamas invaded it came over the border it killed some people how many people we don't know that's still in dispute because right. there's good evidence that the idf killed a lot of its own people under the hannibal directive which is you know kill your own people uh, which is a uniquely uh, israeli doctrine that says kill your own people so that they can't be taken hostage right and so that was uh, looks like that was activated and wow. you know many of these deaths in the kibbutz in the kibbutzes and at the festival were perhaps at least in part due to the idf uh, and uh, killing its own people firing on its own people crossfire with Hamas. So yeah, so we're not denying that people died. We're not de denying that Hamas killed people. But I've seen very little evidence that they went out of their way to kill innocent people. There's been maybe two, three videos that perhaps they killed uh, targeted innocent civilians, and, and we condemn that. 
for the most part, you know, we have to remember that the IDF is every Israeli citizen and everybody under the age of 40 is in the is in the IDF reserves. And many of these settlers and, and people are armed. So, you know, it's quite one it's one thing to say, oh, Hamas just killed all these, you know, innocent, uh, harmless civilians. But many of these people were probably armed or plausibly were armed and or were reservists with the IDF. So that's yeah. so, so we're not denying that there was killing and the Hamas killed people. We're not denying that. But we are denying that there were 40 dead babies or that there were beheaded babies or that there were mass rapes or that there were, you know, uh, all of these, you know, uh, I've, I've heard, you know, tales of them cutting off women's breasts and throwing them around and cutting off babies' heads and kicking them around like soccer balls. And I'm like, what? Who believes this? Nobody, why? Well, what we, unfortunately, why we every, this, you, know, you know, boomers and stuff and people that were watching Fox News, you know, uh, glued to the television from October 7th for the next week, that they're, they're the ones that believe all of that still to this day. And, and, and I don't and I you know, there's a lot of arguments as to whether or not Hamas was justified in doing what it did because of all the things that have happened prior to October 7th. The media wants to frame everything as like October 7th was the beginning. Do you condemn Hamas? Do you condemn what they did on October 7th without taking into consideration what happened before uh, October yeah. 7th? All of that aside, I think many people in the world perhaps would have thought some sort of response from Israel would have been appropriate, would have been reasonable. But they have blown way past reasonable, like since day two. Yeah, Benjamin two Netanyahu tweeted, yeah. you know, tweeted on you know on his Twitter. He had the destruction of an entire building, like an entire car in par, uh, apartment complex, just yeah, gone. You know, and that it was not empty. You know, there were clearly. Or yeah. likely women and children in there. When anyway. you see those pictures of collapsed buildings and apart, there's bodies underneath that rubble, and That's we've right. seen some of the videos of that. And so it's it's grisly. They've moonscaped Gaza. It's uh, you know I just try every day to do every, whatever I can to fight the information war. And as, well, you're as doing it. Can Where can people find That's more fun. information? Sam Parker. What's your Twitter handle? Sam Parker Senate. I'm on Twitter at Sam Parker Senate. One word. Sam Parker Senate. All right. Twitter. Sam, it's great to meet you, and I really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure when you come on the Stu Peter Show. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me, Paul. It's a pleasure. Yes, sir. Folks, this is the Stu Peter Show. If you have been waiting for a screaming deal on one of my favorite pieces of gun gear, then you need to check out this special holiday promo from Vanish Holsters. They're doing an awesome deal. You can buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at a discount and then get a second one for 50% off the already low discounted price. This is perfect if you want to own and use the most comfortable holster and give one to a friend or a family member. The holidays are upon us. I promise you'll love this holster more than any other holster that you own. The reason why is because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable you'll forget that you're wearing it, which is why it's called the Vanish Holster. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-auto handguns, works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions and it also lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. Don't run out of ammo. Best of all, it comes with a money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, you get all of your money back with a hassle-free return policy. Now, since this is a holiday deal, it's set to expire soon. And let's be real. You know what's going on in our nation. You know criminals are more emboldened than ever, and the threat of terrorism is looming large. So don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your current holster is completely uncomfortable. Hurry up and grab this, because the deal ends on December 25th. Go to vnsh.com slash stew right now so you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Again, that's vnsh.com slash stew for Vanish Holsters. Filtersuck.com is the leading manufacturer in filterless air purification systems, whether you're dealing with pollen or mold or dust, shedding from your pet, or vaccinated neighbors, mRNA spike protein shedding. Filtersuck.com has solutions for every scenario, at home, at work, or on the go. Breathe with confidence. Don't let your air suck. Rest well knowing that your home is protected 24-7. So now you can get a unit for your home or a portable unit for on-the-go travel. That's filtersuck.com. Use promo code STU for 10% off when you go to filtersuck.com. Well, I don't know about you, but off and on, I've had trouble sleeping for years. Actually, the majority of Americans struggle to get the sleep that they need. A friend of mine told me that it might be a magnesium deficiency, so I tried a whole bunch of supplements and none of it worked. Well, finally, thanks to this program, I was introduced to nutrition scientist and champion bodybuilder Wade Lightheart, and he told me there's actually seven types of magnesium, and your body needs all seven in order to get the proper sleep that some of these other companies advertise but just don't produce. Problem is, because of industrial fertilizers, basically all the food that we eat is now deficient in magnesium. 
Magnesium Breakthrough is the only full-spectrum supplement that includes all seven forms of magnesium that's on the market. And let me tell you, this stuff actually works. Not only did it finally fix my sleep, but the energy levels that I've experienced have gone through the roof as well. To learn more about Magnesium Breakthrough, go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Use promo code StuPeters10 to get 10% off your first bottle. You'll be glad that you did. magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. We're seeing unprecedented criminal tax hikes, hyperinflation, a full-blown recession, and it's all part of the grand plan. The billions of dollars that Biden keeps sending to that corrupt, fake Ukraine. The trillions in new taxes that he wants to shove down your throat. The electronic banking system crash, resetting everybody to zero. Checking accounts, savings accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all of it. Zero. But you don't have to be a victim. Protect your money and get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it when you call my friends at GoldCo. GoldCo has helped to protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people like you and me. And now they're offering you up to $10,000 in bonus silver when opening a qualified IRA account just for being a supporter of The Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect your 50 grand or a half a million or even more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from our out-of-control, corrupt corporate crime syndicate. Don't be a victim. Call Gold Co. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. Or go to goldco.com slash stew. Friends, I've got some alarming news. I've learned that over 70% of the power lines in our country, America, are over 25 years old, with many approaching the end of their typical 50 to 80 year life cycle. This will have severe consequences for our communities and our families, leaving us completely vulnerable to both power outages and cyber attacks. Coupled with the increasing number of major natural and manufactured disasters that our country is expected to experience in the future, it's no surprise that many Americans are searching for a safe and reliable alternative to traditional generators. Solar power generators are the only way to go, and solar power generators from Goal Zero offer a quiet, fume-free, reliable source of power. They're safe, they're portable, they're maintenance-free. A Goal Zero generator is ideal for all kinds of things, emergencies, camping, off-grid living. Don't wait for these people to manufacture another disaster. Go to survivalistscoop.com slash Peters to secure your family's safety right now. That's survivalistscoop.com slash Peters. And welcome back to the Stu Peters Show. So before we go tonight, you need to know that economic uncertainty is at an all-time high. I, I'm sure that's no surprise to anybody who pays attention to the news. Our financial system is hanging by a thread. You've got the BRICS nations that are forming together this alliance to soon displace the dollar. And people who have invested their wealth in traditional things, like the stock market, which is rigged, could be in for a big surprise one morning. And that's why you need to call Carlos Cortez at Cortez Wealth Management. Carlos Cortez joins us now. You can book an appointment there at CortezWM.com. That's CortezWM.com. Carlos, I know you've, uh, you're frequent on the Sue Peter Show, but this is the first time we've ever met. It's great to meet you, sir. You too, Paul. Thanks for having me. All right. So, I mean, what I just said there, I mean, the importance of, I guess, what is it, non-traditional investments at this point? Got to think outside the box in order to beat the globalists who are essentially going to collapse the system to maintain their own power, in my opinion. What do you think? 100%. I mean, they've done it medically, right? Like, we want to, uh, uh, they, they want to um, inject us with the jab. They wanted to muzzle us and face diaper our kids, our kids. We couldn't commerce if we didn't have the face diaper on. They're doing the same thing financially, Paul. Uh, as I said it many times on Scriptures and Wall Street, our podcast, hopefully you give me a, a follow there as well. Uh, we talk about this extensively for the past year. And and simply put, with, with the bricks and just how they want to track, trace, and control, uh, just stupid face himself, Biden, basically said, with all the junk that's going on right now, Paul, like, he really wants to fund Ukraine. He came out with a video that he wants to fund Ukraine. I just came grocery shopping with my wife, uh, came back from grocery shopping with my wife, and the produce, I was talking to my wife about how idiotic that was, and some random employee at the grocery store like flared up at me saying, man, F Ukraine, F Palestine, F all these people. We need American jobs back. We need our economy back. And he was right on the money. Um, and, and so that's that's really what's about. It's keeping America first. And so we want to find investments that believe like what you believe in. And so more importantly, going to 2024, you got to find investments that 
really align with your values. Like you can't have an advisor that believes in the vaccine and this digital dollar and the Fed now program. Like banks are wanting to track, trace, control you and they have the Fed now program. Basically, if you have an FDIC in your checking account, they're raising their hand to be a participant of this Fed now program. So we have solutions at CortezWM.com to privatize your banking. We have solutions to protect you from uh, inevitable stock market crash. Uh, we have solutions from creditor from creditors, and also now we brought in the never tax strategy to help you not pay all the taxation bombs that you have with your IRAs. And we're not talking about gold here. We're talking about taxation on your money, and we're, wow. we have a solution for that going to twenty twenty four. Well, I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful that you're offering this service, and you're here on the Stu Peter Show because there's no better audience uh, on the inter- on, on the internet. Uh, than than okay. Stu Peters or uh, you know <clears throat> on, the, on the many other places that you can get Stu Peters uh, show and so CortezWM.com that's CortezWM.com uh, go there uh, to learn all of the great information that you have about how to survive uh, in this beast yes. system Carlos Cortez thank you so much sir thank you so much Paul all righty folks it's been an honor to guest host the Stu Peters show that's all the time we have for tonight have a great night. Thank you so much. Here's a really surprising fact. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar after eating. Blood sugar is a topic everyone needs to understand because spikes in blood sugar force your pancreas to work harder and are associated with things like weight gain, even risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, the boys at Bioptimizers have a blood sugar optimization product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. I don't think I'm overstating my case when I say it's revolutionary. Simply take two capsules 15 minutes before each meal and your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles to be used as fuel instead of turning them into fat. As a result, you'll enjoy more stable energy without the post-meal crash, plus you'll have better workouts, faster gains in the gym, easier time leaning out. But perhaps the biggest benefit of all of it is that you'll improve your overall health. You have to try it. For an exclusive offer, go to bioptimizers.com SP. Again, that's bioptimizers.com SP. What does the federal government do with your tax dollars? They waste billions in Ukraine. They give over $2,000 a month to illegal aliens invading our country. They murder scores of Americans with the corona hoax bioweapon jabs. They cheat in the elections and take away your voice. And when you complain about it, like the peaceful protests on January 6th, they put you in prison, torture you, and make up phony indictments against you. The enemy wants you to be a powerless slave that shuts up and does as you are told. But there is a way out of this tyranny. Freedom Law School has been teaching Americans for over 27 years that no law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. None of their students who have stopped paying have gone to prison or had their bank account and property stolen by the IRS. Go to freedomlawschool.org today to take five steps to freedom from IRS deception, robbery, and slavery. Totally free to set you free. Go to freedomlawschool.org today. For the first time in a millennia, a famine of biblical proportion is hitting the earth, and it's by design. War has created scarcity. Fertilizer production has been wiped out. The price of fertilizer is up 128%. Food processing plants are exploding. Herds of cows are being massacred and buried. This is a very abnormal event. The Great Reset demons have created the crisis, but a generation of great resistors following King Jesus have the solution. Heavensharvest.com, get there right now. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best. Heavensharvest.com has a delicious plan to conquer starvation. It's real food, high quality, tastes great. Trust Heaven's Harvest today. Order food for the year and a bucket of heirloom seeds. Affordable, available, ready for the fight ahead. Heavensharvest.com. The threat of full-blown nuclear war is growing by the day. I mean, let's just say it like it is. United States neocons like Pfizer, Buttslut, Lindsey Graham are just itching for a nuclear war with Iran in the Middle East. China has been planning to conquer America for decades by using Mao Zedong's blueprint that starved 50 million people to death. And don't forget about Israel's mass genocide of an entire people stoking rage across the entire Muslim world. Our southern border is open. Our country has been invaded by people that hate us. 
Global civilization is hanging by a thread. Any one of these potential conflicts could be used by the elites at the World Economic Forum to initiate a mass kill-off event. The means of food production are controlled by the same globalist overlords who want you dead. They want to kill you. They want to kill your family. They want to kill your children and depopulate the planet. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best at HeavensHarvest.com. Order food for the year. Get a bucket of heirloom seeds. Get great-tasting food and fight the globalists by ensuring that you and your family will survive. Go to HeavensHarvest.com. Right now, through December 25th, through Christmas, Heaven's Harvest is offering 20% off. 20% off if you use the promo code STU at HeavensHarvest.com. Keep your family safe. Be prepared. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code STU for 20% off. Of course, the apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, especially if grandma prepared them. What do grandmas do, by the way? Extra love, I suppose. Maybe real lard. Who knows? But it's not exactly the five recommended servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says that if you want to help prevent heart disease and lower blood pressure and cholesterol, eat five to six servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which is almost impossible. Plus, your kids will hate you. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. We've talked about it on the program. Every fruit and vegetable contained in this container or the several other flavors of Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart and your lung and your kidneys and your immune system. So with the holidays upon us, you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice right away your skin, your hair, and your nails will look and feel healthier too. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Your kids will love it, and they won't hate you. So let me get you started. 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code STU. That's promo code STU at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. The statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, which is probably a good thing. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Go to fieldofgreens.com and use promo code STU for 15% off.